Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate Charles Davis joining us now from Mobile, Alabama. Next week, he'll be in person with us in Miami. Want to reiterate for everybody out there, we'll be live 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday down in Miami. I am already, Charles, I don't know about you, you live in Florida, so you're used to this, but I'm ready for winter to be over, even though it hasn't been that bad, uh, at least in (laughs) Nashville where I live. And literally, uh, as we went to break, I've got uh, the weather open in Miami, and I keep hitting refresh every morning when I wake up to make sure how good it's going to be. Uh, and so far, next week looks uh, fairly solid down uh, in Miami. When do you get to Miami? I will get there late, probably, probably, late, probably sometime Thursday. Yeah, but later, later in the week, more than likely. All right. So yeah. you live in Orlando, otherwise, but you're down in uh, South Alabama right now for the Senior Bowl. And I haven't even done a lot of research. Uh, I saw a couple of headlines uh, about who was going to be there, who's not going to be there. What can you tell us about the quarterback position and who has an opportunity this week to uh, to make themselves some money there? Well, as you might, as you might imagine, Joe Burrow, um, who swept every major award in college football, and deservedly so, is not going to be there. You know, there was some thought that, with the Bengals coaching in this game, if the Bengals and the Lions staffs working, that Joe Burrow might come, you know, and start to get a a feel for the the Bengals and Zach Taylor and crew like that. But based on the season he had, the number of games they played, plus he's the prohibitive pick to be number one, it, it just didn't make any sense for him to have to do that. So he's not going to be here, but. Justin Herbert from Oregon is. Um, I would say that in the quarterback carousel, as the season went on, it was Burrow, Herbert.
Herbert, Tua, whatever order that you thought. I think Burrow pulled away and became the guy. But at Tua minus injuries, we'd be talking about Tua versus Herbert right now. So he'll be here from the University of Oregon. Jalen Hurts, who I believe is going to wear a custom helmet. I saw that to headline, to too. Alabama, Oklahoma. So he will be here. So that's that's a good thing to see. And, uh, you know, we'll just see how the whole thing plays out. You know, I don't want to give short shrift to the other guys. Steven Montez from Colorado will be here as well, uh, among others. But those are, those are your headline quarterbacks that we'll be talking about this week. I was out in L.A., and I can't even remember what former NFL player was saying this at the, on the Fox a lot. But he was saying, hey, I was doing some workouts and – uh, you know, just kind of paying attention. And Justin Herbert is just a monster of a human being. Like, I mean, he's just a big dude, uh, you know, like a legit 6'6", yeah. like, but not, you know, like a skinny 6'6". Like, a, you know, I mean, he looks like an offensive lineman almost, and he can make every throw, just a big arm. Have you started to see that yet? And do you believe that when scouts start to see him uh, really kind of popping on the field, that, uh, again, there's lots of film of him playing at, uh, at, at Oregon, and obviously he ended his career, ironically enough, on a good running note, uh, winning yeah. on the road in the, uh, in the Rose Bowl. But is he a guy that you think is going to surge up draft boards as NFL scouts get to see him in person? It wouldn't surprise me a bit, Clay, and the description is, is pretty well, pretty spot on. I got to see Justin Herbert throw last summer. Obviously it's in shorts, but it was a beautiful workout, and watched him. And Trevor Lawrence from Clemson throw side by side and, yeah. and, and, and throw for throw. That was pretty special because those guys have elite, legitimate, big time arms, and they didn't mind showing them off this uh, this past summer when I watched them throw the Manning uh, Passing Academy. But when you see him in person, and, and you know I saw him again in New York City when he won the Campbell Trophy, which is the Academic Heisman Award, so you don't worry about smarts with him. Um, he, he, he's a winner. I mean, he came back to Oregon to try and win and to play with his brother, who was a freshman. They did. They ended up upsetting Utah for the Pac-12 title and then beating Wisconsin in the Rose Bowl. And as you said, he showed off his legs. But this is a kid who can make every throw. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And as big as he is, Clay, I think he still has room to, to add pounds and, and get even thicker without any loss of speed, agility, et cetera, et cetera, just that extra body armor to take the hits you're going to take in the NFL. I think he's got it all. I think it's going to be a very interesting deal down the stretch to see if he is indeed the second quarterback off the board because body type, he looks like the prototypical NFL pocket passer with good movement skills. Two, of course, coming off the injuries, he's got to convince people he's fully healthy. How much talk, and I know you're you're early down there in Mobile, but we started off the show today with Philip Rivers moving to Florida. Uh, yep. we, we talked about the rumors that Tom Brady is going to move, the uncertainty surrounding Cam Newton as the Matt Rule, Joe Brady regime begins in Carolina. How much, and by the way, Carolina is a team that's worth paying attention to if Matt Rule decides, hey, I got a seven-year contract, I'm ready to go ahead and move on. Maybe one of these guys, Justin Herbert, Tua, whoever it might be, uh, really catches his eye in this draft and they decide to go all in with uh, with one of these quarterbacks. How much talk, in addition to the players that are going to be there at the Senior Bowl, are you hearing about all of the NFL free agency movement and what might be taking place there? Yeah, that chatter is, is, is the secondary chatter. But it is legit because a number of teams feel like if they're going to make moves at quarterback, 
they're more likely to do it out of the veteran pool than they are out of the rookie pool. And the reason being they just aren't, you know, look, if you're going to go get a quarterback, how many of them are legitimate first-rounders? Well, there's one kid here that may very well be a first-rounder that no one knows by the name of Jordan uh, Love yeah. out of Utah State. And he can throw the heck out of the football, but he went through a complete coaching regime change last year, complete receiver regime change last year. And I thought that it affected his play a little bit. I thought he was trying to make so many plays on his own that he forced a few balls and ended up with more interceptions. But, boy, he's he's legit now. He can throw the heck out of it. Excellent footwork and balance. But moving on to those veterans, Clay, look, guys who are in play, you've already mentioned you know, some of them. Phillip Rivers is in play. Is Cam Newton in play? Because now that Joe Brady signed on in Carolina, you know, naturally everybody said, well, is Carolina going to trade up now to go get Joe Burrow? Right. Well, with David Tepper as the owner, who knows? A lot of money. He seems to be in a win mode now. Even though guys are retiring, we shall see. What's going to happen with Teddy Bridgewater? Where's he going to end up out of New Orleans? And boy, was he a legit deal this year. And people really liked him. But New Orleans also likes Taysom Hill. But if you have Taysom Hill as your number two, Clay, can you use him as much as as Inspector Gadget? The answer is no. So they'll have to make a decision on what's going on there. What happens to Ryan Tannehill? Does Tennessee hold on to him, or does someone decide they want to go get him? Marcus Mariota is going to move somewhere. Now, does he move to be a starter? I don't know if that's likely, but he moves somewhere to be a backup with a chance of starting experience. You see where we're going? This carousel is going to spin like crazy, and it's just a matter of who grabs whom. But I don't know how many guys are going to be grabbed to be the starters out of the veteran pool, but there are a few that are in play that could legitimately be. Let me ask you this. Uh, you know the Titans well. They came oh so close to the Super Bowl, made a heck of a run, got big wins over the, uh, over the Patriots and the Ravens in the postseason. And now they've got two unrestricted free agents in Ryan Tannehill and uh, and Derrick Henry, you mentioned Marcus Mariota, also an unrestricted free agent. There are more moving parts for that team than just those. And the reason why I say I'm no, you know him well, we're talking to Charles Davis, is because you called their preseason games for people out there who might not be aware. How do you? What do you do if you are John Robinson and Mike Vrabel? And you've got those guys. I saw yesterday where Stephen A. Smith said, hey, of anywhere that Tom Brady should go, it's Tennessee because he has a great relationship uh, with Mike Vrabel. Uh, I don't think that's likely, but it kind of speaks to what we talked about just a moment ago, all of this different impending quarterback free agency. What do you think the Titans should do? What do you think the Titans will do with Henry and with Tannehill? Well, I think ultimately if the Titans are committed to playing the style that they played, now you're looking at, are we letting Jack Conklin, the right tackle, go as well? Yeah. Who was an all-pro as a rookie and had to be battled a couple injuries, but I thought he played pretty darn well again this year. So if you're committed to that, you've got to find a way to keep Conklin. But that means somebody is going to have to give on some contracts somewhere because you just can't do everything. But the other part is, how big will the Titans go for Derrick Henry because he's a running back? Yeah. Clay, you and I both know, look, it seems like break the bank, look at what you're doing. But at the same time, Todd Gurley's going to be a cautionary tale for everyone. So that's and going to Le'Veon be a Bell, deal. right? Le'Veon I mean, it's not like Bell, the Jets yep. came out and, and dominated with him. And even, no. even Ezekiel Elliott gets big money and has what is for him a pretty disappointing season with the Cowboys last year. Yeah, and the biggest disappointment is they didn't make the playoffs in a low mediocre division based on how teams played, which is so ironic because in preseason, 
I'm not going to change my opinion. I'm not going to give you revisionist history. In preseason, I thought the Eagles and Cowboys were legitimately Super Bowl contenders. Right, a lot of people. And the wild part, and the wild part was to see how both of them finished down the stretch, and it just wasn't very good. But that's what they, that's what Tennessee's going to have to decide. My guess is that they will make a competitive offer for Derrick Henry, but they won't go crazy. I think Ryan Tannehill, the same thing is going to happen. I mean, he did a great job for them. But are you going to break the bank again and say he's our quarterback for the future going forward? I don't think so. But it's a hard thing because you've ridden some, such momentum. If your fan base all of a sudden sees those guys in play and maybe going somewhere else, they might go, what the heck just happened? We were one game away from the Super Bowl, and the team's being dismantled. So that's a, that's a legit question for John Robinson and crew. For Tom Brady, everybody says, well, Giselle's not going to go to Nashville. I was like, I don't know how people say these things. It, 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 do you know Giselle and Tom? Do you hang out with them? <laughs> that do you also, spend time by, with them? by the way, that, let me that say that. Let me say time. this. I'm like, are you kidding me? That is a great line. Also, per capita, Nashville has more famous people who live yes. in it than anywhere. Like Charles, where yes. I am broadcasting from right now. I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm close to Justin Timberlake and uh, and and his wife, yeah, Jessica Beal. Uh, Jessica Beal. I'm close to Molly Cyrus. I'm close to Chris Stapleton. I am close to uh, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. Like per capita, people who say, "Oh, Giselle's not going to move to Nashville." Like, do, are people aware how many super famous people, people live aware. in Nashville right now? Outside of like Malibu, uh, you know, like uh, the yeah. Franklin, Tennessee area probably has more famous people per capita than anywhere in the entire United States. So, I mean, she's been living in kind of middle of nowhere Massachusetts, is my understanding. Nashville would be like Hollywood, California to her. Clay, you you live there. You know the place. You also know this to be true. How many NFL players who don't play for the Titans live there? Oh, a m- monster number. A ton. This this is not this is not a place. Everybody acts like it's you know. Oh gosh, Celtic live in Nashville, and again, I keep coming back to. Do you guys hang out with them? I just don't know where <laughs> you're coming up with this. And the second part is what you stated so eloquently. Nashville is a destination place for a lot of people. People love to live there. It's a great style of living. The money part is right. No the state income tax. You know that no living down in Florida. Tax. That's a the big deal. deal. And if they need to, and if she needs glamour or glitz or whatever, they, they them getting a plane is really not going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I think I think that that's legitimate talk in terms of. John Robinson, Patriot Way, Mike Vrabel and Brady and their relationship. And you saw how they acted this year during the joint practices. All that's there, but that team will have to have to be constituted where a Jack Conklin is staying, right? If Derrick Henry's staying to run the ball, Tom Brady might be a little more interested because A.J. Brown would be an attractive target. Do you think that's possible that, that the Titans could let Ryan Tannehill go and sign Tom Brady? Like, Do you think that's a legitimately on the viable like board of potential decisions that the Titans could be contemplating at the GM and the coaching position? I do, and for and for this reason, Clay, Tom Brady brings you a lot more than just, you know, and I'm not even talking about the selling tickets part. It brings you a legitimate feel that your organization is making that move and your team feels it. I'm not saying Ryan Tannehill didn't do a great job this year. He did. But are you banking that Ryan Tannehill continues to ascend and you carry and he carries you along versus do you take the roll the dice and take a shot with a Tom Brady? 
I'd be surprised if they didn't take the shot if Tom Brady were indeed interested. That would be a heck of a story. Uh, Charles Davis, we will talk to you next week. Have fun down there at the uh, Senior Bowl. I look forward to hearing uh, what you'll learn and what you see when uh, we talk next week. Sounds great. Take care, Clay. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I have started off the show talking about NFL free agency and how I am absolutely fascinated by it. The amount of alerts on my phone to see what's going to happen with Phillip Rivers and Cam Newton and Tom Brady and, uh, for that matter, Marcus Mariota and Jameis Winston and uh, and all uh, Teddy Bridgewater, all of the different moving parts in conjunction with all the draft picks. I think we are headed for an absolute free agent frenzy in the offseason. And headlining them all is the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, who just lost to the Tennessee Titans, was at the Conor McGregor fight. He's talking to Mark Davis, the owner of the new Vegas uh, Raiders franchise out in Las Vegas. And everybody's like, oh, my God, maybe Brady's interested in going to Vegas There are going to be rumors galore, but the latest rumor is this. The Tennessee Titans uh, have a decision to make at quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is an unrestricted free agent, made the Pro Bowl, had a fantastic season, 13-game starter, replacing Marcus Mariota. Team comes up 11 points shy of the Super Bowl. Really talented running back in Derrick Henry, Brady is 43. He's got a couple of years left. Good young receiver in uh, A.J. Brown. Is it possible, given how talented the offensive line is, is it possible that Brady, based on his relationship with Mike Brable, could be interested in the Tennessee Titans? Well, we got a couple of cuts for you here, and then we're going to open up the phone lines, 877-996-6369. The question, the poll question that's up is, Would you rather right now, if you were the Tennessee Titans, re-sign Ryan Tannehill to a multi-year extension based on what he accomplished this year, 877-996-6369, or go get Brady, and based on his relationship with with, uh, Mike Vrabel, take a run at Brady over the next couple of years being possible, capable, potentially able to go win you a Super Bowl. You were close this past year in the AFC Championship game. Uh, Do you stick with what got you there or potentially change horses in midstream? It's an interesting question. Well, Charles Davis is the voice of the Titans in the preseason. He calls their games. We had him on in the first hour of the program, as we usually do on Tuesday, and I hit him with this question, and he had this to say. For Tom Brady, 
Everybody says, well, Giselle's not going to go to Nashville. I was like, I don't know how people say these things. And it, 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 do you know Giselle and Tom? Do you hang out with them? <laughs> that do also, by, with them? by the way, that, let me say, that, let me say this. I'm like, are you kidding me? That is a great line. Also, per capita, Nashville has more famous people who live yeah. in it than anywhere. Uh, so Charles Davis saying, yeah, I think you have to take a look at it. And this isn't just uh, just as Charles Davis isn't just me tossing it out there. Yesterday on first take, a bunch of you sent me this because Stephen A. Smith was saying, where should, in his opinion, Tom Brady go? And he said he should go to Tennessee. Here's Stephen A. saying it yesterday. It's Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans, the team that lost in the AFC Championship game last year, is where Tom Brady should go. You don't think Tannehill's better? Well, I do. Well, let's be clear. Tannehill's an unrestricted free agent. All right, so that's the question, right? That is our poll question. Stephen A. saying that he thinks that Tom Brady should go to uh, Nashville as well. Our poll question, and this one's going to be tight. Uh, This one is going to be interesting, I think because uh, of what a year uh, that Ryan Tannehill had, but also because Tannehill is just 31 years old compared to Tom Brady's 43 years old. 3,000 of you have voted so far in the first, uh, let's see, 20 minutes of this poll as America wakes up. 53% of you say the Titans should sign Brady. 47% of you say the Titans should sign Ryan Tannehill. So this is pretty close uh, in terms of what the Titans should do. I don't even know. Like, I I think this is a really good poll question because I'm not sure how healthy Brady is or how much Brady has left. The guy who would know better than almost anybody, I would say, what Brady has left is Mike Vrabel and probably also John Robinson, who used to work with the Patriots as well. They could go watch all the tape and see what Brady has left. I would think those two guys would know as well as just about anybody. I think Brady wants a multi-year commitment. He wants a couple-a-year commitment. Do you think the Titans are better with Brady than they are with Ryan Tannehill? The guy who would know, Mike Vrabel, and certainly John Robinson. I'm not sure because I factor in the age of 31. Tannehill played lights out. But the other thing you have to factor in is how much of Ryan Tannehill was him playing way above his usual skill level? Did he just have his career year? And are you going to Nick Foles this situation, pay the guy a ton of money, he's going to come back and not be as good as a random draft pick like Gardner Minshew was? and you've hamstrung your 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 franchise. Especially because Tannehill is 31 and still has theoretically a bunch of years left. I mean, he's got five good years where he could be a pretty outstanding quarterback. Or do you think, hey, move on. Brady gives us a chance to win a Super Bowl for two more years, and then we go right back into the draft and go get a young quarterback, and we know we're not committing to Tom Brady for years and years and years because he's already 43. A lot of good young talent on the Titans. You could commit to Derrick Henry. How much different would Brady look if he had Derrick Henry to hand off to? A.J. Brown looks like a top 10 wide receiver years ahead, next couple of years. Jonu Smith, 
Looks like a really good young tight end that's coming into his own. Talented offensive line. How much better would Brady be with the Titans' weapons than Ryan Tannehill was in that play-action passing game? <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I mean, I think it's an incredible question that the Titans could have in the event Brady is actually interested in leaving New England. What do you think, Danny G? Which direction do you go? This is seriously a tough question to answer. You know, Tannehill obviously much younger, but unproven, hasn't won anything. Brady is called the GOAT by many. Probably, what, two to three great seasons left in him? I don't know if that's true. I think that's one of the difficult questions about this. I mean, on a high end, I think Tom Brady could have two really good seasons left. Yeah, that's what I think, On the low end, he could come back get injured, not look look old and washed up as a quarterback. And Ryan Tannehill, you know, is not going to look old and washed up, right, at the age of 31. But a part of me definitely wonders if he had Derrick Henry to hand off to and a really talented offensive line and good young skill position player talent around him, isn't that a pretty solid overall situation? especially if you were able to uh, to go on the defensive side of the ball and uh, and continue to refine some of the talent that you have there. We argued just over a week ago about what Brady had left. Remember, and some of us were questioning his arm. Yep. And we had a caller tell us, well, remember that Hail Mary he threw in that last game? He, th- he tossed it like 60 yards, a little over 60. And oh. I mean, yeah, it's one throw. But the point is, the guy still can throw the ball. You're right about the weapons. I think that that's what would really make this exciting for Titan fans. With A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, and weapons like that, we would see Tom Brady at a level that we haven't seen him at since he had Gronk and some other spectacular weapons on offense. Well, I mean, I think that's the key. If you are an aging quarterback, I'm not sure there's a better asset to have in the backfield than Derrick Henry. And so what would Tom Brady be capable of? I mean, look, Ryan Tannehill just posted the fourth highest quarterback rating in the history of the NFL, okay? So if that has happened, and you know if you're Brady that they have, you have an incredible relationship with Mike Vrabel, if you've had a tenuous relationship at times with Bill Belichick, who you think hasn't been supportive enough of you, and you want to have that kind of that new feeling of uh, of of having a coach who has 100% your back. The Titans now, by the way, have to go get a new defensive coordinator. Yeah, right. with P's retiring. Yeah, Dean P's, right, by the way, retiring. So there's some uncertainty about the coaching staff in general. But Vrabel was a former defensive coordinator, so you would think that would be his level of expertise. You got a good young offensive coordinator and Arthur Smith, who I think proved himself really well this year with what the Titans did down the stretch on the offensive side of the ball. Man, what would you do, Dub? Man, this is an interesting scenario because all things being equal, if, if you sent out Ryan Tannehill and Tom Brady to do some you know, quarterback drills on air or whatever you want to do, I, I, I'm confident that Tom Brady would look like the better quarterback. And if, if Tom Brady ends up in Tennessee, it's got to be a huge upgrade just on the offensive side of the ball compared to what he was working with in New England this year. Because we've mentioned, you know, Derrick Henry is obvious. The offensive line is much improved. The wide receivers, A.J. Brown, a bunch of those young guys. I mean, this is would be 
this would be unbelievable if this actually happened. And I, I'm rooting for it to happen because, A, it would be just an incredible storyline having Tom Brady leave Belichick in the Patriots. And B, you know, for the Titans, a, a city and a team that came so close this year. And it wasn't due to the quarterback's fault by any means, but just having a guy like Tom Brady, I feel like would just lift everyone in there and give them that much more confidence. So, uh, I mean, this is something that I'm definitely rooting for to happen because I would just love to see if if Tom Brady would leave, if he would choose the Titans and how that would work out. Oh, from a pure storyline perspective. I mean, this for people out there who remember, if Brady actually embarks on free agent destination trips, several years ago, Peyton Manning did the same thing, right? Before he went to Denver for the final four years of his career, and it was a massive story. If you remember, they had helicopters following him everywhere. He visited, I'm trying to remember everywhere. I Obviously, he went to Denver, but he visited the Titans. And who else was the other finalist for uh, for Peyton Manning's services back then? Um, I can't remember the other team that was a high up in the, in the mix, potentially, that Peyton Manning considered. But obviously, he ends up going to Denver wins a Super Bowl for the Broncos, but the frenzy of the Peyton Manning free agency searches was was off the charts. And the other one that was somewhat similar to this, and Viking fans will remember it, and certainly Jets fans will too, when and and certainly uh, Packer fans will, the willy or won't he play with Brett Favre and all of the attention that his uh, I'm going to play, I'm not going to play, I'm a free agent, I'm not a free agent received uh, would certainly this would be as big if not bigger than that uh, what do you do Eddie like if you're the Titans you have to kick the tires on Brady if he decides to do this right I, I think so uh, it, it, it comes down to what are you willing to bet on that Tannehill has figured out the cheat code and this is the guy you're going to see the rest of the way and he, the reason he was inconsistent in Miami is because that team wasn't very good or are you going to bet your money on Tom Brady having a down year with not a lot of not a lot of weapons there in New England and with weapons he can come back to a certain level I'm going to bet on Tom Brady yeah yeah, I mean, I think that's a strong argument. I think I, I think the, the, the nervousness with Brady is that he's forty, going to be 43, right? I mean, and that he has begun a decline, then it's a noticeable decline. But I would say the guys who would know that are better than almost anybody, Vrabel. And maybe it wears off at some point if he doesn't play well, but how much does that energize the whole organization to bring that guy in? Oh, I mean, I think it, I mean, I I think, I mean, much like what happened with the Broncos when they brought in Peyton Manning. I mean, you're bringing in a guy who's been to nine Super Bowls and won six of them. It immediately, I I would think the odds makers, I'm not 100% sure, but I would think odds makers would immediately put the Titans right up there at the top of the, uh, of Super Bowl contenders. I mean, I think there would be a lot more faith in him than uh than Tannehill obviously a lot of casual fans also are gamblers and they say oh well that's going to be the difference maker but I think I'm trying to look at this objectively with a really talented young offensive proven offensive line with Derrick Henry who I think it's fair to say is still in his prime I mean he's the leading rusher in the NFL and he just almost ran for 2,000 yards in last season with A.J. Brown, who is coming completely into his own. And not to mention, you know, look, you could supplement him. You got the slot receiver in, in, in Adam Humphreys, 
who is supposed to play the role of a Julian Edelman, right? I mean, he's not Edelman, but he's a guy that typically Brady has been able to rely on to get third downs to move the chains when necessary on third and three, third and four. You've got a game breaker in A.J. Brown. In theory, you've got a guy who should have been a lot better in Corey Davis, who was the number five overall pick at wide receiver. Jonu Smith, who has started to look like a big-time playmaker at tight end. Um, I just, I mean, I think Brady would have a lot better weapons right now with the Titans than what the New England Patriots have put around him. So trailing in the AFC championship game, you would rather have Brady trot out there than Tannehill? <laughs> yeah. In theory, needing to score. See how quickly we forget those some of those outrageous games that Tannehill had for you during the season. I don't forget it. That's why I think it's a tough call. I again I think one of the challenges of free agency in general, it doesn't matter who you're deciding is, you're trying to predict the future. That's the primary challenge. And if you are weighing the future, to me, what you have to put into this equation is what has Tom Brady done in the past? What has Ryan Tannehill done in the past? Yes. But how does that lead to your forecast of what they will do in the future, particularly relating to their ages? So what was it that you saw from Ryan Tannehill that led him to catch lightning in a bottle? And what would Ryan Tannehill be capable of in an offseason if you gave him the starting job and for the entire offseason he was your guy? Instead of coming in in week seven last year in relief, which is what he did, and going nine and four, I believe it was, down the stretch, coming up a little bit short of the Super Bowl in the AFC Championship game, but posting the fourth highest passer rating of all time in the NFL – and being a pro bowler, what would he be capable of in the offseason if you effectively hand the reins to him versus what would Tom Brady, who has historically been the greatest quarterback in NFL history, be capable of with the same offensive weaponry, presuming that you bring back Derrick Henry and give him the greatest security blanket of his life that Tom Brady has ever had to be able to hand off to. You don't need Tom Brady to be Tom effing Brady. You just need him to be as good as he's ever been at times, primarily on third down, because you know you got a workhorse back that Brady's never had to rely on before, but lining up behind him. And we saw in that playoff game, right, with, with uh, the Titans abandoning the run there and then trying to rely on Ryan Tynell to win the game. Uh, it's not going to happen. I mean, he's got it. He's got his. He's got his limitations. His limitations are: if you get down, I don't know that you are able to come back with Ryan Tannehill throwing when everybody knows that Ryan Tannehill is going to be throwing. Exactly. I think when he's leading, look. I mean, he they won two playoff games with a quarterback who threw for less than a hundred yards. That's a testament, I think, to how good the offense can be. And look, that's not necessarily indictment. Look, Jimmy G is going to the Super Bowl on a 7-for-9, 77-yard passing game or whatever it could be. But if you need a guy to go out and throw for 300 in a big game, who do you feel more comfortable going out and throwing for 300? Tom Brady, who's done it literally dozens of times 
in the most difficult of circumstances or Ryan Tannehill, who hasn't. The Doesn't only, mean Tannehill can't. I think the only way this could work, though, is if your favorite team beefs up that O-line. Because I had Dub look up where the Titans rank. They allowed the third most sacks in the NFL with 56. The Patriots allowed 28 sacks. And we saw in the second but half of that game. Part, but hold on. Big, yeah. part, a big part of that is how quickly Tom Brady gets rid of the yeah. ball. Brady holds the ball for the shortest amount of time, I believe, of any quarterback in the NFL. So, yes, Mariota got sacked a lot. Exactly. Um, and Ryan Tannehill also got sacked a decent number of times. But I think if you go back and look at the data, I think that those numbers on sacks decline fairly precipitously. Remember also the first four games they didn't have Taylor Lewan, who was suspended for the performance-enhancing drug issue. You wanted him off the team. Well, I just think, it's, <laughs> I just think you can't if you're making $100 million you can't fail a drug test. And especially if you're the left tackle who's got to you know, support the quarterback's blind side. But I think one reason the Titans started off two and four was because Taylor Lewan wasn't there. They brought in Roger Saffold to work with Lewan, and those guys just hadn't gotten used to working together. Because remember, when you get suspended for those four games, you're also not practicing. So it's not just that you're suspended. It's that you're not playing. You're not even around the facility. So it's hard to get used to it. So I'm I'm not as concerned about the offensive line blocking if you've got Brady who gets rid of the ball quicker than anybody. Would he get sacked some? Certainly. But the, the amount of money that the Titans have spent on the offensive line, I'm not concerned about that. Um, all right, we'll go to some of your phone calls reacting to this uh, th- this question, which I think is an interesting one. Should Brady be looking at the Titans? And and frankly, given the fact that the Titans made a run to the AFC Championship game, of all of the teams out there with not a commitment to their quarterback, the Titans were the most successful in the postseason. So if Brady is looking for somewhere where he can go, which you would think has to factor in for him, I only want to go to a place where I can win a Super Bowl because I want to prove that I can win a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. The Titans, you would think, would have to be at the top of the list. Now, I'm not sure the Titans would sign him because they may like Ryan Tannehill, crazily enough, more based on Tannehill's age and based on the performance that he's already put forward on the team. It's a really intriguing question. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. We have got an unbelievable animal Thunderdome for you. I'm going to play the local interview. This is from New Hampshire. A man, a father of five, was out walking with his family in a snowy woods of, uh, of New Hampshire when a rabid coyote attacked his two-year-old. This is the story of the week in the Animal Thunderdome. Listen. Came out of nowhere. No noise, nothing. Out of the peripheral of my vision, um, saw a flash. It was an encounter that escalated without warning. A coyote that leapt onto Ian O'Reilly's two-year-old son from behind immediately activated his adrenaline and instincts. I was able to put myself between the coyote and the family, and from there, um, it was a series of uh, attacks from a pretty aggressive coyote. It made it very clear that it was not going away. The aggressive animal, believed to be rabid, sunk its teeth into O'Reilly. Riley's arm and chest, but he tackled it and gained the upper hand, telling his family to run to their car parked about a half mile away. 
what are you going to do? How are you going to protect your family really is what it comes down to. And was able to then get it squarely in the jaw with my boot and was able to jump on it and then uh, wrestle it to the ground. So I shoved uh, the face into the snow and then eventually was able to put my hand on its snout and expire it through suffocation. He says the struggle lasted for at least 10 minutes before the coyote took its final breath. Police say the coyote O'Reilly killed is likely the same one that sprang onto a moving car in the area and also attacked Pat Lee on her porch earlier in the day. I could hear the plumber screaming, get in here fast, and then I felt a bite. <laughs> like, okay. And I'm just really glad that they got the coyote. I'm really scared for other people. O'Reilly believes there's no doubt the animal was sick and would have continued going after people. He's becoming a bit of an expert on the topic. Last year, his four-year-old son was attacked by a rabid raccoon in the family's yard. We now have two different animals uh, and two different sequences and two different people. So I would suggest don't walk with us in the woods. And fortunately, the coyote did not bite through the snowsuit of O'Reilly's two-year-old son, so the toddler will not have to endure any rabies shots. But as you just saw, O'Reilly wasn't as lucky. He just received his first round of shots and has five more follow-up visits scheduled. In Kensington, New Hampshire, Drew Caritas, Boston 25 News. First of all, what are the odds oh, that your family gets attacked by two different rabbit animals? For reals. Uh, now you could handle the uh, you could handle the, the maybe I, mean, I don't want to deal with a rabid raccoon, but what about this man choking out a rabid coyote to save his two year old? Yeah, he says in the story here he says he was running off of adrenaline. No yeah. kidding. How many days in a row should the wife sleep with him? If you <laughs> choke out. What do you think, Roberto? You're married. How many days? If you choked out a rabid coyote to save your two-year-old, how many days in a row would you expect your wife to sleep with you? Four, at least. Four, four at least. Four at least is a good answer. I would think a full week. I would think you'd be like, hey, you know, I just went and got all those shots from that rabid coyote that, you know, I fought with for 10 minutes and choked out to save our entire family. You think maybe you can come over here and sleep with me tonight? I think you get a full week yeah, of sex if you're least. a married man and you choke out a rabid coyote to save your two-year-old. How <laughs> about the odds? Again, I can't get over it. Like I was watching that, uh, watching that local New Hampshire news story, and talk about a plot twist. What are the odds that you got attacked? Your family has your kids twice yeah. by rabid animals. I loved his quote. I would suggest don't walk with us in the woods. Yeah, no kidding. Congratulations to that guy. We Real have one hero. more Thunderdome story for the top of next hour, by the way. All right, another Thunderdome story. We a come three-year-old was attacked. Hour. A three-year-old, oh man. It's a rough time out there for toddlers. Uh, it's hard out there in the toddler streets. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
with wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I try to call balls and strikes on this show. I try to be right down the middle. You know how every athlete 
whoever rips Donald Trump is a lead story in the sports media. Like LeBron James says something about Donald Trump, boom, it's immediately a lead story. Last night, Conor McGregor said of Donald Trump, phenomenal president, quite possibly the USC, the USA's GOAT, most certainly one of them anyway, as he sits atop the shoulders of many amazing giants that came before him. No easy feat. Early stages of term, also incredible. Congrats and happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, America, uh, with some emoticons. I haven't seen this reported anywhere. If every athlete who hates Donald Trump is a story, when that athlete certainly is famous, shouldn't Conor McGregor loving Donald Trump be a story for the sports media too? Or is it only a story when an athlete hates Donald Trump? I mean, Megan Rapino hating Donald Trump is like 99% of the reason why Megan Rapino is famous. The media is like, oh, she's so brave. Isn't it actually braver to like Donald Trump in public right now? It's a good Curb Your Enthusiasm. Anybody watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, the first episode? Yep. How funny was that? So no spoiler. Well, I guess kind of a spoiler. Yeah, we would have to spoil There is it. a Make America Great Again hat component to episode one of Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's pretty fantastic. That show is so good. Uh, but I do think it's interesting. Anybody else? Am I totally out to lunch here that if you're an athlete and you hate Donald Trump, it's a lead story. But if you're an athlete and you like Donald Trump, it just disappears. If Conor McGregor had come out and said, I hate Donald Trump, he's the worst president ever, America should be ashamed, is that a lead story? Dub, you agree with me that's a lead story? Well, it certainly seems to be the case, especially an athlete who was in the spotlight you know, two days ago right. during Saturday, his the reason why Conor McGregor is super famous anyway, right? Like, uh, he's the biggest draw in UFC history. And, you know, the whatever the amount of money that he made fighting Floyd Mayweather. It's just interesting to me, if if you rip the president, then everybody praises you, right? And you get a ton of attention. Steve Kerr, Greg Popovich, LeBron James, insert Megan Rapino. Like, there's any number of athletes that have ripped the president of the United States, and immediately everybody is uh, is like, oh, you're the bravest human being ever. But if you say something nice about the president, it's like nobody pays attention to it. I just think it's interesting. I guarantee you, if Conor McGregor had tweeted, Donald Trump, you're a fraud, I hate you, America should be ashamed, it's everywhere. But he says, you're the GOAT, and I bet the first time that any of you are hearing about this happening is from me. Anyway, I just retweeted it. All right. Uh, we have got, and look, I, I'm not saying that you have to love or hate the president, although I feel like we live in an era where everybody either loves or hates the president. There's very few people out there who are like, ah, I'm not really a Trump guy one way or the other. I don't really have much of an opinion about him. And I get that, right? We live in a hyper reactive society where everybody is either the greatest or the worst that's ever existed. But I do think the media's job in general is if you are a traditional media, your job should be to call balls and strikes, right? Uh, in the immortal words, if they're immortal, of I think it was John Roberts when he got committed to the uh, Supreme Court. He said, look, my idea of a judge is not to make you know new rules. It's to apply the rules within the existing framework. I'm like an umpire. I call balls and strikes. 
And I think most people kind of have that sense for what a judge should do. Now, it's more complicated than that. I can put my lawyer hat on, but that's a decent analogy. Judge's job is not to, you know, make up brand new rules. It's to apply the rules that exist uh, and call balls and strikes. I feel like that's what the media should be doing. There's a difference between the media, meaning the news media who are covering news stories, and me. Like, I'm in the media, right? But I'm in the opinion-based media. I tell you exactly what I think every day. Now, I try to get my facts right. If I get a fact wrong, I try to come on this show and say, hey, you know what? I'm wrong. I, I, I had that opinion incorrect because I had some facts wrong. I try to tell you if I get something wrong. But your willingness, I believe, to trust my opinions should be based on whether the facts underlying my opinions are reliable. And that's how I build a case of whatever opinion I have. Um, but to me, there is no argument that the sports media covers sports media figures who agree with them far more favorably than they do people who disagree with them. Megan Rapino got Sportswoman of the Year because she hates Donald Trump, right? Sportsman of the Year, whatever it is. She got that award because she hates Donald Trump. If she had loved Donald Trump, she wouldn't have gotten the Sportsman of the Year award, even though her performance on the field would have been no different. My thing is the sports media is corrupt and oftentimes untrustworthy because it's just rewarding people who think like it does by and large. Do you remember that when I made that argument? I think it's 100% true. Megan Rapino, what did she get? Sportsman of the Year? Somebody look up what actual award Megan Rapino got. U.S. women's soccer player Megan Rapino. She got Sportswoman of the Year. And the question that I asked you was, if Megan Rapino had been a diehard Trump supporter, everything she does on the field in the U.S. Women's World Cup is the exact same. She scores the exact same goals. She scores in the exact same method, uh, has the exact same performance. Is she the sportswoman or sportsman of the year? I think Time gave her sportsman. I don't even know who gives out sports. Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year. All right. Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year. If Megan Rapinoe has the exact same performance, go around the horn here, except she is a ardent Donald Trump supporter instead of a Donald Trump hater, is she the sports person of the year, Danny G? No, probably would have been Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> probably. Well, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Probably would have been Kawhi. What about you, Dub? Yeah, I think it would have been Kawhi Leonard, as a matter of fact. Uh, Eddie Garcia? No, she's not. Yeah. Uh, Roberto? No, she isn't. All right, so if you're giving someone the sports... I agree with you, actually. I do think it would have been Kawhi if she was a big Trump person. If you're giving someone the Sportsman of the Year award because of their politics, isn't that transparently dishonest because you're not rewarding somebody based on what they did on the field the court or any of the competitive endeavors you're rewarding somebody because they have the same politics as you which defeats the entire purpose and I'm not saying it's good or bad for an athlete to be political I'm saying if you're an athlete and you're out there and you're listening to us right now the lesson that you get is you get rewarded for some political opinions 
if they are the same as the sports media and you get punished for others because Megan Rapino got awarded the Sportswoman of the Year, whatever you want to call it, from SI, if she had been the exact same political person but just on the opposite political spectrum, a big-time Trump person as opposed to a big-time Trump hater, she doesn't get that award. And guess who ends up? Probably Kawhi. Kawhi, who never says anything interesting about anything, would have actually gotten the award because he had a hell of a year. I think that's exactly right. All right, what's our uh, what's our Animal Thunderdome we got left here? All right, another, Orange County, right? Yeah, another child attack. Disneyland. This was uh, didn't on, happen at Disneyland. <laughs> no, right? it did, but it did happen in Orange County. Not yeah, far right. From that's what I'm saying. Not yeah. far from Disneyland, where it takes you like 14 hours to drive, right, from Pasadena, Lake Forest, California. You took eight days off, so you could go to Disneyland. Eddie was there this past Friday checking out the new Star Wars ride. Yeah, well, how was the new Star Star Wars ride? I awesome. Heard that, how did you get in? Wasn't there like some unbelievable like at 8 a.m. they flipped a switch and it, you had to it get was, it was ridiculous. People were lining up at 3 a.m. So how did you for get no in? reason? Did they you tell op- people you knew me? No, they opened. <laughs> the gates at seven we walked in at eight o'clock you hit a button on your app and either you got it or you didn't and we eddie, got it eddie was getting ready here in the studio while he was doing his update man to get ready to go to disneyland man oh that's Crazy. awesome so uh my kids are going to be at disney world next week i mean i'm disappointed that i'm not going to get to go because i'm going to be at the super bowl it's unbelievable but uh but so wait a minute so i read all about this like there were tons of people who didn't get on this new ride, right? Because they, they, you had to flip yeah. a switch right at 8? Yeah, everyone was on their phone at 8 o'clock, and everyone just hit the button at the same time. And I, we got the uh, – it was a Group 26. We waited two hours and got on the ride. How was the ride? It was awesome. It was fantastic. Like how long did it take? I think it's like 15 minutes. So, uh, like on a scale of 1 to 10, you'd give it a 10? Uh, I'd give it at least a 9. Have you ridden the other one? Yes. Uh, so how, I haven't been to the new Star Wars land. How's the new Star Wars land in I general? I mean, I grew up with that stuff, so I love yeah, it. Yeah, well, so. we're around the same age, so it's not like I'm 90. Yeah, I know. It's, I, <laughs> yeah. If you like Star Wars, you there's no way you won't like this. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a Star Wars fan, but that thing was awesome, man. You like the Star Wars land, too? Yeah, it was Has awesome. Has everyone been to Star Wars land except for me? I Dub. haven't been to Star Wars Land. How have I you have not, not been to Star Wars Land? You went to Disneyland <laughs> yeah, but to the, not come to work, and you didn't even go to Star Wars Land? Yeah, but the employee party you weren't invited to was at California Adventure Park. I don't get invited to any employee parties, by the way. Uh, this is a big deal because – so Fox has a Super Bowl party, right? Like, because Fox has the Super Bowl. You're going to be at the head of the table, right? No, I, they won't even tell us what day the Super Bowl party is. <laughs> I asked – I was like, well, they were like, well, when are you going to come back? Because, right, I, I was with the Titans. I was going to fly my, my family. So my wife has got two of my kids in these dance productions. They do everything. They play every sport. But she's got them in dance productions, all right? Like, I don't even understand exactly what goes on. But my two youngest, my nine-year-old and my five-year-old, they're in, like, dance performances, all right? And they have these big dance performances at Disney World every year. So, uh, so it turns out, and by the way, I don't know who schedules these dance performances, but how about you think a little bit about the overall sporting calendar, just for people uh, who are, happen to be dads. They schedule it for Super Bowl weekend so, and Super Bowl week. So the one week of the year, I'm not even kidding about this, the one week of the year in 2020 that I probably can't go to Disney World at all is Super Bowl week. So my family is going to be, my mom, my dad, all three of my boys, my wife, they're going to be at Disney World. Now I would actually like to go to Disney World with them. They're kind of perfect ages to go to Disney World. I will be further down in Florida at Miami 
because I can't miss any days of the week during Super Bowl week, right? Like that's literally the busiest week of the year for us. So I'm not going to get to go. But I was all set up to fly my family from Orlando to Miami for the Super Bowl uh, for a couple days at the end uh, and get to go to the Super Bowl. But now the Super Bowl's uh, Titans aren't going to be there, so they're not going to come, all these things. And so I'm changing my schedule. This is a big mess in general. They initially had us doing a lock it in special show on Sunday. All right. We were going to do a lock it in special show. And then they were going to put us, this is all true, on a private jet and immediately fly our television program from Miami to uh, L.A., which is like the longest possible flight you can take. I don't know who's going to be on the jet. I think it was going to be like me, Rachel Bonetta, Todd Furman, uh, and uh, Cousin Sal and Rupert Murdoch. Like we were all just going to be hanging out, flying from Miami all the way to L.A. on one of the Fox private jets, all right? I wasn't really that excited about that, even though it's fun to fly on a private jet and I don't get to do it that often. I was like, oh, we're going to get to go. That's like the longest flight you can take, right? To go from Miami all the way to L.A. And I didn't want to go to L.A. to just to do the show on Monday after the Super Bowl because I got to figure out how to do the radio program. There's lots of moving parts, but I was going to do it. So now they moved us to Saturday. So we're going to be on Big Fox on Saturday now instead of Sunday doing a big gambling special for Fox Bet and everybody else. Should be fun on Big Fox, all right? And by the way, the show now, Lock It In, is airing a lot on Saturdays in Pittsburgh, in New York City, and in Philadelphia on the local Fox affiliates. So some of you knuckleheads out there, you'll be sitting around watching Fox, and I'll be coming on your program now, your main Fox affiliate in those states as sports gambling is getting rolled out. All right? All that's background. So they change our schedule, and now we're doing the show on Saturday. So I get a call yesterday and they say, well, what day, what flight do you want to be on? How do you want to get back to Nashville? Because you get to go back to Nashville now, and I'll do the shows all from Nashville on Monday. And I said, okay, well, whether I go home on Saturday night or Sunday morning might be determined based on when the Fox party is. Because I work at Fox. If we're going to have a big Super Bowl party, and I'm already in Miami, and my family is going to be in, uh, in Orlando already, like, what am I going to do when I get home? I'm just going to get home Saturday night and sit in the house by myself. So let me see when the Fox party is going to be. Do you know what they told me? <laughs> well, we can't tell you. It's top secret. How is the party top secret? It's a multi... I mean, like, Fox is a huge corporation, right? It's not like this is a pop-up party. It's not like it's a surprise. And people are going to be like, oh, well, Fox, oh, guess what? Fox has a Super Bowl. Like, they're going to throw a surprise. A lot of times they have really good performers. I'm on the television network. I should be able to go to the party. And at minimum, they should tell me what day the party is. They won't even tell me. So you guys are getting to go to Disney World and go hang out at Disneyland and go ride around on the rides with the Millennium Falcon and hang out with Han Solo and Chewbacca and everybody else. I don't get invited to any of that stuff. And they won't even tell me what day the Fox Super Bowl party is. Where do I rank on the flow chart of Fox talent? Like, clearly, Colin and Skip are right at the very top, right? Yep. Uh, on FS1. And I'm not counting, like, the surely they're letting Joe Buck and Troy Aikman go because they're calling the game. I bet Troy Aikman's not like, hey, what day is the Fox party? I bet they tell him. So... Then you Clearly, got Shannon and then... Uh, yeah, like on the flow chart of people who matter 
and I'm just doing FS1. I'm not talking about like people who call NFL games and people who call college football games like Joel Klatt and Gus Johnson. They matter more than me because, you know, 20 million people watch the uh, the Big Ten title yep. and everything else, but just people who are on FS1. Jason Whitlock, I would go. Wiley. Like, gonna, uh, you guys tell me if I'm doing a decent flow chart. All, here, right. all right. I would say number one probably is Colin Cowherd. You could argue it's Colin. You could argue it's Skip. They're 1A and 1B, right? Yeah. 1A, 1B. Colin and Skip, clearly top of the FS1 flowcharts. I bet Colin and Skip, they tell them when the Fox party is. They'll at least tell them what day it is. Probably also tell them where it is. And I guarantee you that if Colin and Skip want to go to the party, they can bring as big of an entourage to the party as they want, right? Like, Colin could show up with 25 people, and they're not going to be like, oh, no, they can't come in with you. Like, they're big time. My name won't even be on the list if eventually I find out what day it is and where it's located. But, so you got Colin and Skip at the top, right? Then I think there's probably a big gap, because I think Colin and Skip are, like, by, by far, the two most important people at FS1. And then you probably have to throw in uh, Shannon Sharp, Jason Whitlock, Marcellus Wiley, right? Like that would probably be the next tier of FS1 talent. Is that fair? That's fair. Uh, those three guys, they have their own program. And then I would think I'm somewhere right after those guys. I don't think I'm that much further down the list. We're on every day for an hour. Sports gambling is important. And I think you also have to factor in that I do three hours of daily radio for Fox. Like, that's four hours of programming that I'm giving to the Fox Network and or Fox Sports Radio every day. I would think that I'd have to be right behind Shannon, Marcellus, and Whitlock. So if I'm, what do you think? I mean, how many people would you put above me? <laughs> Roberto just pointed to uh, uh, first things first on one of our flat screens. Danny Cannell wearing a turtleneck you think, oh, is you part think, of the panel. You think, I, you think he knows when the party is? I think, I think I am above the, yeah, Danny Cannell probably, probably told him, hey, make sure you bring your new turtleneck. <laughs> Tell exactly where it is. So I think I would be right there around six. And I think you could put other people on my television program. But I mean, I... I don't think anybody else does a daily television show and a daily radio show. I don't think that's being outlandish to rank myself somewhere in that pers- in that perspective. Is that fair? Yeah. And Wouldn't you, you, you think met, that they you, should tell me when the party's going to be? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that would help your schedule. I don't even know when to come back because I would like to go to the Fox party because I, if the Fox has the Super Bowl. I don't stay. I'm not saying, hey, I have to stay. I have to have great seats for the Super Bowl. I am flying back on Sunday like a veteran. I'll be sitting on my couch like 99%, 99 99.9% of the people who watch the Super Bowl, just chilling like everybody else watching the 49ers and uh, the Chiefs. I'm not asking asking for any kind of special treatment at all. Now, you know Jay Glazer a little bit. Can't you text him and get the inside scoop from Jay? Uh, Shannon Spake just texted me. Now you have me wondering where I am on the list. <laughs> She's on every day. She's going to be on with us next week. She's on Race Hub. She might be pretty high on the list, too, now that I think about it. Because she has been a part of the NASCAR. But I think she's... Again, I would say and I'm just focusing on people who don't do... And she also does sidelines for the NFL... I'm not putting myself in the 
I do games category. I'm just on the on air on FS1 category. I think I would be number six on the flow chart. Now, there's a big drop, but I think I would be a solid number six. I think I'm matter enough for people to be able to know when the party's going to be. Now, I'll tell you this. I've been working with Fox. Every three years, Fox gets the Super Bowl. Every three years. They had it in New York City for the outdoor Super Bowl. First year of FS1. They had it in Houston, and now they got it in Miami. And we got, by the way, we have a four-block like compound that they have put together where we're going to be doing a live lock-it-in show. Loomis Park, if you're familiar at all with like South Beach, Miami Beach, you can come watch the show if you have been advertising it on FS1. Like There'll be a live studio audience sitting behind our show, and I think every show going on all day long at FS1. And you can come watch the radio show, but I always say this, and then it's never true. So I always say you can come watch the radio show if you'd like, and then it's so early in the morning that they never open up Radio Row when we're there. Hasn't it been that way every year that you've been with us, Danny G? Yeah. Like, you never can actually come in and see it, even though I always say, hey, you should come see us at Radio Row. No, they never, the, no, there were nobody like else. certain ticket packages that you could get through the NFL, but yeah. But they never open from 6 to 9 a.m. No. They always open it up at like 10 a.m. Yeah, after our show's already over. Yeah, you're right about that. So, but you can come watch the, the, the television show for sure. But so there's all this planning. I got a 20-page printout of all the details about the hotel, about travel, and they won't tell me when the party is. And so they've had, this is the third time that Fox, I'm not kidding about this, this is the third time Fox had the Super Bowl. The first year that Fox had the Super Bowl, this is 100% true, they had a huge set in Times Square. And everybody's like, you got to go see this Times Square set that they built. It's unbelievable. So I go to the Times Square set and I say, hey, can I come in and see it? And security wouldn't let me in. And I said, I'm, I'm on the television network. I work here. And they're like, yeah, whatever. And I said, no, really, I do. I mean, you can look like I, I pulled out my phone and I was like, you can look like you can Google me. Like I'm right. I, I work on the, and they're like, they wouldn't let me in. So I never got to see the, 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 every, it was like Carissa Thompson was like, oh, you got to come see this set. And I was like, okay. And like, I see Carissa Thompson, like 50 yards in front of me. It was like walking over there. They let her go right by. Don't ask for any security. Benefits of being a good looking woman. She walks right in. Doesn't even, might not even work there. Just really good looking. You did, there's no barriers. People just let you go. They stopped me. They wouldn't let me in. Down in Houston, one of the top executives at Fox, he says, hey, we got a VIP uh, open bar, everything in the Fox Hotel. Come by tonight when you get done at this concert or whatever. I'm like, all right. I show up at the Fox VIP. They won't let me in. This happened in at the Fox VIP, I'm not even making this up, in San Francisco and in Houston. And I said, they were like, your security, you're like your credential doesn't give you access to the Fox VIP. And I said, but I work, I work here. And they wouldn't let me in in uh, San Francisco. The guy in Houston, I swear to God, I pulled out my phone and pulled up my Twitter feed and my bio and everything else, and I sold my way in so that I could get a beer. But they've had two different parties. 
the New York party, I wasn't on the list. And somebody from PR had to come out, and I was like, I'm, I work at the network. I'm on the television station. And they were like, yeah, sure, bud. And I'm like, no, really, I am. I, and and they, eventually somebody from PR came out. It was like five degrees in New York City. My wife is there with me. She's like, how come you're not on the list? I said, I don't know why I'm not on the list. Nobody ever puts me on any list. So my wife is standing there in her cocktail dress, freezing her ass off. Finally, somebody from PR comes out and lets us in. Same thing happens in Houston. Show up at the Fox party. I'm not on the list. It's like a carnival party. It's like inside of a circus tent in a parking lot in Houston. Not on the list. <laughs> so this is this has become an issue. I, this is the third straight year that I'm not going to be on the list, and they won't even tell me when the party is. So my question is, who are they throwing the party for? Christi- if I'm number Christine six, Leahy. if yeah, it's probably not Christine Lay anymore. If I'm number six on the list, are, do, like, uh, like, what do they do for everybody else? Yeah, I mean, you know, Gus Johnson is on the list. Of course, he is. <laughs> this is like the the Bud Light TV commercials where everybody's trying to hide the party from I that hate one lists. night. People think, like, I am the last person on the planet for lists. I don't like to stand in line for anything. In fact, if there's a line, I just, I don't want to go. Like, we went to my bar uh, a while back, and there was a line to get into my bar, and I was standing in line. And my wife's like, you shouldn't have to stand in line to get in your own bar. And I'm like, well, first of all, I like the fact that there are people in line to get in the bar. And secondly, this is going to surprise people. I don't ever like to big time anything. So my wife is mad because we're standing in line to get in my bar and I'm not going to be like, just cut the line and be like, hey, let me in because I don't know if the guy at the front of the, of the line knows who I am and I don't want to then have a huge line of people behind me while I try to argue with the guy that I should be let in without having to stand in line to my own bar, right? Because inevitably I put the security guy in a bad spot because he may not know me. And so I hate, like, despite the fact that I make a living creating a stir everywhere, I hate creating stirs all the time. I don't like lines. I would rather go into a bar where nobody is in line. I hate standing in line, period. And I really hate lists. I hate when there is a list and you're going to walk up and you have to say your name and then they have to check and see if your name's on the list because my name is never on the list. And I'm sure that's going to happen at the Super Bowl for every single event that's going on. But the fact that they won't tell me what day the Super Bowl party is, is unbelievable. I feel like that was on-air therapy for you. Yes. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.